0: Buddy to episode five of the Kaneda Club, the man who's hiding behind the paywall, yours truly, Canada. It's an exciting time in pinball right now. There are two new games coming out from Spooky Pinball tomorrow. Now, what I want to talk about on this episode of the exclusive Kaneda Club show is this the pinball world is getting somewhat delusional. And I mean that. And the reason why this show is called The Excitement and Delusion of Pinball is simply that. When people get excited about a new game, it's almost as if they turn off all common sense in the world. And you could see it on Pinside. You've got all of these grown men, none of which have ever thought about Ultraman their entire lives, claiming this is an incredible theme for pinball. I'm in on it. It's unbelievable. When did we turn off Everything we've been saying about pinball and what companies need to do to succeed. And all of a sudden, Spooky Pinball shows two themes that I would argue are somewhat obscure, very niche, don't have mainstream appeal. And all of a sudden, these are the two greatest themes in pinball. Have people lost their minds? And the ultimate delusion I'm seeing, and I'm going to talk about this, is that because they are making Ultraman pinball, I'm seeing people on Pinside claim... That this could bring pinball Get ready for it This could open up the pinball market in Japan The country that is basically the forefront of every major gaming innovation has happened in Japan Like, oh, it's like they forgot that pinball actually is a thing If people in Japan wanted pinball They would have pinball I've been to Japan The gaming scene in Japan is incredible Let's talk about that first So do you think that 500 Ultraman machines is going to expand the Japanese gaming culture's love of pinball? Or not even expand it, actually create it. Because when you go to Japan and you go to the gaming district, there's no pinball in any of those big arcades. I saw maybe three pinball machines on like the top floor of one of the Sega arcades, and that's it. Nobody there is super into pinball and you want to know why the japanese market is not good for pinball i'll tell you why because the price for square foot of an apartment in cities like tokyo is astronomical the japanese are the greatest at maximizing square footage And in tiny apartments, I can tell you right now, a pinball machine won't fit in most small Japanese living conditions. And also, it's such an eyesore to the zen beauty that is Japanese architecture and living. You do not see, you do not see in their culture, the Japanese people like shoving in all these arcade machines into their homes. It's just not part of the culture. So the home collectors are not really into it. And then out on location, nobody really plays pinball in Japan. Hardly anybody. And you know why? Because video games. And you know why? Because video games crushed pinball people in the arcade scene. I think that's the other delusion by the pinball fanatics is we sometimes start to think that pinball machines were very, very successful. We start to think that pinball machines were the center or the focus of arcade culture. And they were not. They were never the biggest thing in arcades. They were maybe in the 60s and 70s. Pinball machines were probably the predominant gaming thing that was out there. But video games killed pinball for the most part. They absolutely killed pinball. And when you look at the volume and the number of games that were sold in the video game space and the arcade space versus pinball, it's laughable. So it's just not that popular in Japan. So I was laughing at that when I saw the delusion that Ultraman pinball with 500 being made. That's the other part. There's only 500 being made. Now we're going to talk about this because I'm seeing people right now saying like these games are going to sell out instantly. What happened to this hobby? What happened to this hobby? Now 500 of an obscure title like Ultraman is an instant sellout. Let's talk about this for a minute. Where has this hobby gone that if you just make 500 of an obscure title for this market? And I mean that. This is as obscure as it gets for the pinball market or the target audience of pinball. And as a marketer who looks at the target audience, this theme would never come up. Never come up. And what's crazy about where pinball is nowadays is if this sells out, if Spooky Pinball can sell 500 Ultraman in one day, is that a good sign or a bad sign of where Pinball is right now? I think I would be a little bit worried if I were you, the customer, because if this sells out immediately, this doesn't mean that they gave the market what it wanted. It just means that the market is starving for anything. Now, here's the other crazy thing I was thinking about You know, as I was getting ready for this show. How could Ultraman that's obscure in America, that nobody really wanted the theme, how could they sell 500 Ultramans and Hot Wheels can't even sell 500 from American Pinball? Now, if you're AP and you're looking at this, you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Hot Wheels is a hugely popular franchise in America. We gave the pinball people a game based on it, and we're not selling product. How are they selling so much more? And it comes down to this, right? The goodwill that Spooky has built up over the years is helping them out. Also, this game is kind of stacked. It's got three layers or four layers of play. It's got more stuff in it than Hot Wheels, and I think people are looking at it like that as well. From a gameplay standpoint, it looks like it has more in it than Hot Wheels. So there's that. But still, I can't get over this feeling that when I read Pinside right now and I read people's enthusiasm for Ultraman, there is an absolute delusional thing happening right now. And I think a lot of people want to convince themselves that they just want this game. And that's where I think this hobby is for many of us who love pinball. You just want to want something in pinball. That's really all it boils down to. It's not even about theme. It's not about artwork. The base level for the pinball enthusiast is this. Every new pinball machine that comes out, I want to want it. I want to convince myself I need to get it. Pinball is a drug. You're all drug addicts who collect pinball machines. You are. And this is the new drug on the block. And you want to give it a try. Now, the only problem is this isn't like, hey, this is a good movie. You should check it out and you could order it for five bucks. To check out a new pinball machine is a seven to $10,000 proposition. So it is a lot of money you got to spend to see if it's actually something you'll like. Now, I know that if all of you are honest with yourselves, most of you didn't grow up like Charlie Emery and have an incredible affinity for Ultraman. Like this is Charlie's childhood in pinball Most of you don't even know what Ultraman is, you've never seen it, and you're never going to be able to create the childhood bond and emotional connection to Ultraman that Charlie has. You'll never be able to create that. As a grown adult, if you buy this machine, this franchise will never click with you on that level. And I almost feel sort of sorry for some of the people out there that are pretending like they're gonna be able to create that kind of excitement for it. It's not like Rick and Morty people, this is a show for kids. It will always be a show for kids Rick and Morty was different When you watched Rick and Morty It was for adults So as an adult You could get into it So I think there's a lot of Ultraman delusion going on right now By people And I think they're seeing What they want to see And I think they're feeling What they want to feel But I think if they take a step back and I think they close pin side down and they go to their local watering hole and talk to their grown adult friends and say, hey man, what pinball machine are you thinking about getting? And someone's like, well, Guns N' Roses and maybe Ultraman. Look at how your friends would stare at you and be like, Ultraman? Like, what? Why? Imagine telling someone who's a grown adult right now in 2021 I could buy Guns N' Roses, I could buy Led Zeppelin. I could buy Mandalorian or I could buy Ultraman. Just watch as when you say Ultraman, your friend falls back in his chair and pretends to be dead. That's how much cultural relevance and conversation Ultraman has in current day America. Now, all that being said, I am so excited to see how this game does tomorrow because this is going to be the moment. We are going to know tomorrow just how hot this pinball market is. And if this thing flies off the shelves, then all bets are off. Then all marketing advice is off. Then everything is off. Heck, I don't know what's going to happen in pinball. You don't know what's going to happen in pinball. But this is going to be a moment in which the market is truly tested, right? What better way to test the market to see how hot it is than to drop a completely obscure title like Ultraman into that market? If the feeding frenzy is real, like think about it. Like if sharks are starving... It don't matter what you drop into the water, they're going to consume it. And that is what's going to happen tomorrow. How hungry are the sharks? How fast will they consume Ultraman? And it almost feels like when I talk about Ultraman and the fact that there's going to be 500 of them, the other delusional thing I saw was this. People are like, look how long it took Spooky to sell 500 TNAs. There's no way they're going to sell 500 Ultraman. And that's another delusional thing that these people don't get. Ultraman is a TV series that's been around for decades. All right, I think it came out in 1966. There are millions and millions of kids who grew up watching Ultraman. It's almost an $8 billion property. And you're telling me and you're comparing that to Total Nuclear Annihilation, a game built by Scott DeNisi in his basement that had zero fans before he paraded it around pinball shows? There is no correlation. Ultraman should wipe the floor with TNA sales and it will and if there's only 500 Ultraman, you start to see now why the FOMO starts to kick in, right? Oh my God, I got to get one of the 500. Chris just said it's an $8 billion franchise. Millions of kids around the world are going to wake up tomorrow and want one. Well, here's the good news for all of you guys out there. The good news is, is that millions and millions of people wake up every day and the last thing they would buy if they had eight to $10,000 is a pinball machine. People don't wake up, even if you're a fan of this franchise, even if you're a fan of Halloween, the majority of people who love these themes, they don't wake up and buy pinball machines on a whim. They don't do it. It doesn't happen. This crossover. Look how many people love The Mandalorian. All of my friends love The Mandalorian. Everyone I know loves The Mandalorian. Everyone I know knows I do a pinball podcast. When I showed my friends The Mandalorian pinball machine, not one of them, not one said, hey, I love this show. I would love to get one because you have to love pinball to spend this kind of money on these machines. They're too expensive. Nobody crosses over. There's not like a theme that gets you into pinball like this. So when people say Ultraman's going to get the Japanese people into pinball, no, it's not. No, it's not. Now, if the Japanese were into pinball, OMG. You know how amazing pinball would be if the Japanese actually got into it? Japanese gaming and engineering and ingenuity and creativity when it comes to gaming is better than anywhere else in the world It just is Imagine if Nintendo actually got into pinball or Sony Imagine if the Koreans got into pinball now because they're the new tech leaders and innovators It would be so incredible Instead we've got these old curmudgeon dudes over in Chicago doing the same formula over and over and over again I mean it's not even funny If Nintendo applied just an ounce of their creativity to pinball, how magical those worlds under glass would be But guess what? They don't and they wouldn't bother with it because they're making so much money with the software And the software doesn't break, the software doesn't chip, the software doesn't use wood So they're very smart not to go into a gaming industry that is highly problematic and requires incredible maintenance to keep it running. But OMG, if the Japanese made pinball, it would destroy what we have coming out of Chicago these days. And you know it. So there's excitement though, right? This excitement for these new games is leading to this delusion. And the other thing, too, is people are so excited right now they can't even understand English grammar. I want to read something Charlie wrote. He wrote, and he's talking about Ultraman. And people thought because he said this, it means he was going to make more Ultraman machines than 500. Let me read this for you right now. And this just goes to show how people are so blinded by their excitement they can't even understand what someone's trying to say. Charlie wrote, this one means a lot to my family. Extremely special. Can't tell you how thrilled we are that there are more fans out there and maybe we'll make a few more. Okay. People saw that and said, Charlie just said he's going to make a few more Ultraman. No, you dingbats. He said there are Ultraman fans out there and through this game, he will make more Ultraman fans, you jackass. He's not making more games. People wake up, wake up. No, this will not expand pinball in Japan. No, they are not going to make more than 500 units. And nobody knows if they're going to sell all of them tomorrow. Now, I won't lie. I won't lie. The Ultraman game has removed some of the attention from Halloween. And I said this would happen, and it's happening, right? It's like, how many people now are more excited for Ultraman than Halloween? And it's a weird thing happening. It's a tug of war on this game. At first, I thought they should have waited a while, but it almost makes sense now just to drop them both like this because then it doesn't seem lazy. It almost just seems like, all right, like this was the plan from the very beginning. Now, obviously, this game was designed from the ground up to be Halloween and not Ultraman. And I will say that I don't like it. I don't like it when you take a theme and you didn't design the play field from the ground up with that theme in mind. Just reskinning it like this is a bit lazy, but you can get away with it with an obscure theme like Ultraman because again, there's not this like army of people that have been waiting forever for an Ultraman pinball machine and now they have it and they're going to look at it with discerning eyes. They're not going to look at it as critically as if it was like Jurassic Park and Ghostbusters sharing the same layout, right? That would create issues for people. So uh, the other thing I was thinking about when it comes to excitement and delusion, because I've been reading the spooky threads that I decided to go into the Stern thread for a bit. And there are actually people out there that are saying Stern better take notice after this launch yesterday by Spooky Pinball. That Stern Pinball somehow is mailing it in and they're in trouble, and Spooky's now stacking and loading their games, and Stern Pinball needs to make some changes because they're just using the same cookie-cutter formula, there couldn't be something more delusional than to think that Spooky Pinball is somehow going to dent the market share of Stern. Stern Pinball is a juggernaut that that nobody is impacting. Not Jersey Jack, not Spooky they have so many games ordered they have so much backlog and they make so many games a week they are making 400 plus games a week stern pinball is not looking at these other competitors at all the only competition stern pinball has is with itself they don't feel any pressure or any heat from anybody else out there they've got the best themes They can manufacture the games super fast. And they have three years, probably more, probably three to four years of games in development based on the biggest properties out there. Now, if I were Stern Pinball and I was their marketing division, I would have teased Godzilla yesterday because Spooky teased it by having Ultraman fighting that Godzilla at the end of their little video clip. And that was a total shot at Stern Pinball, like now bring it. But here's the thing. If you think that Keith Owen's Godzilla isn't going to smoke this thing, it is. It's totally going to smoke this thing. Everybody knows it. They've got way more resources and way more attention going into this Keith Elwin game. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to see these companies battle it out. And that's fun for competition. But I just think people are getting a little bit ahead of themselves. Spooky Pinball has yet to prove that they can make a game that shoots as good as a basic stern pro over the years. And so I think the Spooky fan base is delusional. I think they get excited, and I understand why they get excited, but don't forget that Spooky Pinball games have not shot that well, that they've been brickfests, and Stern has made games that shoot very well for decades. And so we need to show them some respect here because Spooky Pinball is simply trying to get to the base level of where Stern has been for decades. So don't for a minute think that this game, who no one's flipped yet, is now an indication that Spooky Pinball is making games that are better than Stern Machines. That is not the case. It hasn't been proven yet, and we don't know that yet. So again, there's a lot of delusion because people are excited. My final point when it comes to excitement and delusion and sort of how when we mix those two things, we end up with where we are right now is this. How does anybody know if this game is any good? We don't. And these aren't take my money now themes for most people. And where is the gameplay video that is going to prove to you that this is something you need to have? And that is my worry about where we are in pinball nowadays is everything has just become this take my money before I play it. Take my money before I know it's any good. Take my money before I know the code is rewarding. But ultimately it's this. Take my money before I know there are any magical pinball moments in this game and that's a problem it is a huge problem it is something everybody personally needs to work on and look it's easy to work on it if you just don't buy these games when they come out because none of us know if this game has pinball magic none of us know if this game has pinball moments none of us know anything yet And yet the order banks are opening 24 hours from now. And everyone's going to be asked to go in on it and don't miss out on it. And 1,750 Spooky games available on one day. There is no way they're going to sell all of those in one day. I would be so shocked if Spooky sells 1,750 games in one day. Now, if that does happen, yes, I will be shocked. But I also think it will indicate where we are as a community. 1,750 people who have never played a pinball machine went all in on two titles that are not Tier A titles that people have been craving. That means the market is so damn hot, people don't even care what the theme is anymore. It's true. It's like we're at this place, but no one's playing these games yet. Nobody knows if Bug knows how to code a magical game. Nobody knows if these games are going to have longevity at all to the point you're gonna to wanna to own it. And I'm already seeing like Halloween has three major modes. Three major modes and like six miniature modes like and some wizard modes. Is that enough? Is that enough to own the game? Are there clips from the movie? You haven't seen it yet. What's the storyline? What's the narrative? Who do you play as? When it comes to Ultraman, it's all Greek to most of you. You have no idea about any of these things. And yet you want it. And yet what you want is to want pinball. You wake up and you just want to own every new pinball machine that comes out. It's an addiction. It is an addiction, people. You have to work on it. Do you really want it? Do I really need this? Can I afford this? That's the other part. For a lot of us out there, I mean, me included, I'll tell you, Killian's Daycare is my pinball money for the year. So it's not even a question of where I'm spending my money. But we're going through our budget, Brenda and myself, and we're looking at where we spend our money. And I'll tell you, the first line item that should get canceled is pinball machines. that, that That is what you spend when you have excess capital. Now, for those of you out there who do, congratulations, you're winning in life. But for those of you out there on the fence and you don't really know, and and maybe you've got other debts in life, it's not really the smart move to throw more money at a pinball machine. Even myself, I find myself sort of pulled into the excitement. I get pulled into the FOMO. Like, what have I always said? Buy a theme you love. How many of you love both of these themes? Probably not. So then you want to support a company you love, which is spooky, and I get that. But then you ask, like, do you love this game? Like, have you played this game and do you know you love it? And the answer that everyone can give is just, I don't know. It's just kind of exhausting to see it always unfold this way. It's great for these pinball companies, but as a consumer, it's a little bit exhausting that everything we do is a gamble, that every purchase we make is a risk because we don't know we actually want the game. We know we want pinball, but we ultimately talk ourselves into buying these games. And that's the hard part, right? Because you've got a lot of distributors out there and a lot of the fanboys out there just buy, 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 buy. And there's a lot of rich people out there that continue to crowd pin side with how they can't wait to get the next title. So this is where we're at. This is where we're at. It's like Ultraman is now an instant sellout. I can't believe people are saying this. I can't believe they're saying this. It's a title, nobody want it. 24 hours ago and now it's an instant sellout think about that for a minute think about the ridiculousness of this hobby we're in that people are now saying that and where's the other voice I'm just trying to be the other side of the coin here which is like come on people like this is not instant sellout themes if this sells out it doesn't mean they got the right theme it means the market is just starving for something and if it sells out it also shows What a colossal failure American Pinball and Deep Root have been that they can't create this with their titles, which seemingly are more popular titles and have more in them. That the goodwill of spooky pinball overrides common sense. And I mean that. I mean, I think some of this is just the goodwill of spooky pinball that they've created is overriding some common sense. And also, they get a pass like nobody else out there. The the way people give Spooky like a pass is unbelievable. If Stern made this game, if Stern released this as their Ultraman, do you think the response would be this positive? Do you think, no, people would destroy Stern if this game came out and it had a Stern logo on the back box, okay? The games are gorgeous. They look beautiful. They did a great job with the games. Do they shoot well? Nobody knows. Is the code deep? Nobody knows. Are these themes that you guys have been clamoring for for years? No, they're not. If Stern showed Godzilla tomorrow, all the excitement would go over to that side of the fence. This is pinball. We're very fickle. We sort of roam to the latest and greatest and that becomes the most amazing thing in the world and our eyes light up and then two weeks later we get bored of it and move on. Like people are already bored of Mandalorian. There's like no Mandalorian conversation happening and the games are about to ship and see, this is what happens. Like Our emotions are like a ship, and we just sail it over to the next new release, and we go crazy, and then we move on to the next one, and the next one, and the next one. Is it going to be Back to the Future? Is it going to be Godzilla? I don't know. It's fun to think about this stuff. It's fun to see these companies put these products out there, but I do give Spooky credit because they're making these games, and they're bringing these games to market. They're doing more than AP has done this year. They're doing more than Deep Root. They're doing more than CGC. They're doing more than Jersey Jack Pinball has done this year. They're showing us two games at once which is great now I'm super excited for that so excitement and delusion we will see what happens tomorrow everybody this has been Canada Club episode 5 thank you so much for contributing you get these exclusive podcasts I love that this is rubbing people that hate this show the wrong way they're all so upset look at the amount of people that are supporting this show it's growing and growing every week if you have friends who love Canada's pinball podcast please don't share the link Just get them to contribute as well and join this club. It is great. We are going to get merchandise soon, and we are all going to party and hang out at pinball shows in 2021, everybody. Have a good day. I'll talk to you soon.